All right, guys, welcome to the Talk and Shed podcast. Uh, today we've got a full house. Um, got a big day today. Um, if any of you guys follow us on social media, you might have a clue what the heck we're doing today. <clears throat> but let's do a little roll call of who all we have uh, in the house here today. Why don't we start off with the gentleman to my left? My name is Lee Kilpatrick. I'm the U.S. sales manager for the Salford Group. And he's the guy that we record the awesome podcast on in the Louisville Farm Show. That was a fun one. <laughs> it really was. That was it fun. Really was, man. All right. <clears throat> Dave Gunkelman with the Salford Group. We've had him on before. You all familiar faces and names here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary Fennig, uh, one of the owners of Fennig Equipment. <clears throat> We've had Dad on before. And uh, yours truly, Cody Cisco. And Cody has to be in this one too. Um, so, but uh, we like picking on him. We're allowed to do that. <clears throat> but today uh, is a very special day. Lee flew up into Cincinnati uh, last night, yesterday afternoon. Um, we're doing kind of, uh, Dad's calling it more of a customer appreciation month in a way. Um, but uh, today, what we have is uh, Salford Appreciation Dinner <clears throat> up here in Salina. So we thought, well, we need to invite Lee. Lee's from Georgia, uh, so you know it was a big deal for him to come up here. So Lee comes up yesterday afternoon, and today we're doing some BBI training. So um, why don't you just walk through, Lee, kind of your experience so far this morning. Uh, it's about 1 o'clock on Thursday. Tonight is our event. Uh, walk us through what, what we've done so far. Oh, man. It, it's Last night um... – I was invited to Gary and Angie's house and family came over and I got to hold a baby for the first time in many, many years, just tears rolled down my face. So that was a beautiful experience. Uh, this morning, all the, the folks at Finnig are here. Uh, I got the honor, the undeserved honor to get up and address the crowd this morning. So, uh, that was genuinely <clears throat> special. Um, some of it was good, some of it was mediocre, but I got it done. Uh, and, and then we uh, got a chance to spend time with the service people, which is uh, if you sell equipment, the only way that you will thrive, and the only way that you will survive to sell a second one is if you have those guys. They are the, they are the lifeblood of, of sales, so it was an honor to get in front of them, and it always gives me a chance to bring things back home that make us better. As a company you don't know what you don't know uh, right. so that was cool and then we got to got some time together with all the salespeople, and that's that's my heart man that's that's my people and we just talked about selling value <clears throat> and selling things that make changes to the economics on the farm so that was very cool and then i had some really good chicken wings we just finished one that my, up. one of my favorite things so mm-hmm. uh it's it's been it's been incredible, and to have a a Salford Appreciation Day just blows my mind. It, it's testament to all of the incredible work that you guys have done furthering our brand. You know, we wouldn't be here without you, and I'm so excited to get into a room full of Salford customers and learn what they – they'll tell you what you need to know oh, yeah. if you can listen, you know. So I'm absolutely honored to, to be in this room, to be in this place and to be a part of, uh, this experience. It's been awesome, man. Yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> I talked to some of the sales guys 
earlier in the week and i said you know lee's coming up it's going to be a big deal and they've probably heard that over and over i said guys i'm telling you you need to get to know lee you need to talk to lee i said he's one of us i said he he is over sales in salford uh but he's also one of us he wears the same hat he knows this spreader as much or better than anyone out there Mm mm-hmm I said, you guys, Very kind. you know, they, they may shrug their shoulders at, at, at some, someone who comes in that, you know, oversees some big, big jobs within Salford, but whenever they can talk the lingo that he did to them on hydraulics and <clears throat> why we use carbon shafts versus aluminum and where the hydraulic flow goes when you turn the high torque manifold, they're like, whoa, this dude's for real. Like he's, he's down to earth and, and that, that's what I told them to watch out for. I said, you watch. Lee Lee will talk your lingo, and he'll, in fact, he knows it enough to get over you. Mm-hmm. And so that that was good because, you know, <clears throat> we've brought, there have been people that come in, and, and sometimes they're kind of just flying high. Oh, but yeah. when you can come from where Lee did, starting fresh, building spreaders, making changes to them, that's a big deal. That's a big deal because someone – Someone can get up there and, and talk the talk, but when they can walk the walk too, that's a big deal. And I think I know the shop guy saw it. I'm very grateful. I can't imagine <clears throat> running a sales department and not knowing your products. You know, I've had people tell me, we just need to hire a professional sales manager. He doesn't need to know anything about equipment. Man, what world are you from? Yeah. <clears throat> How's he going to help us when he doesn't understand? So it's, you know. I've been blessed, man. I didn't come by that naturally, man. And I always want to be real with those service guys because they're expecting some silk tide to come in here. And they were don't really care what I care about them man. I care about their lives. I care about the equipment that we produce. I care about their experience. I can't fix it. There's always, you know, there's all, I can't fix everything all the time because there's always going to be something. Right. You know, the stuff's built by humans. Yep. Uh, but those are very kind words. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Yeah. So it, it's a very special day for us to <clears throat> not only learn, but thank the employees, thank the guys at Salford. And then tonight, uh, we're going to thank the customers. And mm-hmm. it, it's going to turn out to be a big deal. <laughs> I, I know of some guys coming tonight that, that definitely weren't there last year. Mm. Um, it, it's guys that I didn't expect to come <clears throat> that are going to be there. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot it of is. fun. You know, the, the Nova one was good, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to do a podcast on the results of that, um, you know, in, in the future. But we had one of our best customers in-house, too, this morning, Matt Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dad and Matt go way back. I mean, ha- when do you think you sold your first product to Matt Johnson? Uh, it was probably uh, 20... 2010, 2011, I think I sold him that triple tank air cart that he re- that he referenced to in the, in the list of items that he that he purchased from us. But uh, Matt Matt is very he's on the cutting edge. Him and his boy is, and Matt was always the one who was had it first, and uh, we figured out you know how to make it work. Uh, but it, he, he does go back to my early days of, of selling and, and getting this business started. And, and he's still a very, very good customer today. So mm-hmm. it's the longevity of, of that relationship uh, in today's time re- really means a lot. Oh, I, have. 
you know, we have a lot of great customers out there, and you could have honestly picked a name out of the hat for a good one to come in here right. this morning. Right. But, <clears throat> man, we picked a good one with Matt Johnson. Um, you know, not only – like like we described a customer this morning not only is he a customer and someone that that we're going to walk side by side with but he feels like family in a way i mean i mm-hmm. i could drive to his house w- without even thinking on how right. to get there um you know i bought bought a, a pig from him the other day for for one of the boys and i think you know stuff like that you just build that relationship and mm-hmm. and uh and, and then zach's getting ready to jump in too right you know and right. and they grow popcorn I don't mm-hmm. know if, if oh wow i didn't know that yeah strictly popcorn they don't grow number two mm-hmm. yellow and so everything they do with popcorn is a little bit different which mm-hmm. um you know in my mind uh matt thinks so much out of the box that i i think number two corn is like kind of boring like i think mm-hmm. he he is he's so good and smart and and down to the down to the line that he's phenomenal at growing something else. Mm-hmm. So he has to tweak a lot of things that he's doing uh, strictly for the popcorn. Like, they tell him when to plant the corn. <clears throat> you know, they, they the quality of the kernel when it's harvested is so crucial. Whereas, you know, you go out there with a combine and, and mow down number two and you roll and no one cares about the quality per se. Uh, popcorn's a totally different ballgame. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, we we had the opportunity to do a podcast with him, and he just, you know, he he was just kind of going through the history of his family farm and this and that, and then he got into the whole popcorn situation. Some of the practices that he does are just you wouldn't even you just don't get that opportunity to talk to some of those guys that are able to do that application. So mm-hmm. being able to talk to him and brainstorm with him, it, it's actually, it's a really great honor for us. It, it, it's just totally different crop. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, I, I, I read and, and saw some stuff about popcorn a few years ago and it really opened my eyes. This is a truly American product. And, you know, Orville Redenbacher is an amazing guy who failed and failed and failed and failed. And everybody told him you're absolutely out of your mind. And uh, they, he signs a lot of paychecks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a great story, man. Popcorn in America is just a phenomenal story to, for your listeners to go back and check out. It's it's an American story of mm-hmm. agriculture. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, what's going on in the Southford world? We've been getting tools flying in here left and right. I think you just said we got we're getting two more cultivators in. Um, talk about you guys. You know, the VRT's new. Maybe what's coming in the spreader world, if anything. What what's going on at Salford BBI right now? Uh, well, I'll let Lee comment on after me if he wants to comment on what's coming. He's going to have to because it's out of the box now. <laughs> but, uh, you think I'm going to let that go? Yeah. But no, the I see another truckload's coming. Uh, that'd be the second one, or probably about the fifth one in the last week. So mm, I mean, yes. the good news is. Uh, the factory is doing a really good job, you know, staying ahead of the lead times, you know, per se, and um, getting equipment out here. You guys got a lot of setup to do, a lot that you've done, a lot that you've already delivered for spring. So, no, we're things are going really good that way. Um, the VRT, like you said, you know, that's been the hot, you know, topic of discussion at the farm shows and, um, you know, with the uh, – uh, 
advertising that we've been doing and people hearing about it, it's driving people to you just mentioned the other day somebody called out of the blue and they seen it maybe on youtube or whatever it was sure. maybe one of your videos or or seen it in louisville so we're excited you know hopefully we get the the weather and time to do a lot of demos because there's a lot of farmers that want to demo that machine this spring if they can that's my biggest fear right now yeah so spring's going to slip us by spring's usually a tougher time to demo but you know these you know there's lots of guys that didn't get the chance last spring you know we ran last spring with the with the first uh uh current the current model today that you know up there in michigan in that irrigated corn ground you know heavy corn mm-hmm. but you know guys want to see it in the fall and then they want to see it in the spring to really see if it's an actually a, a true you know all-purpose tool and we proved that right but now it's just blowing up you know yep. we got machines out here that thankfully we got in time for spring and so you know the trucks are going to be rolling around trying to move these things around and mm-hmm. um um, pretty excited for it because the results that I've seen personally over the last year it's been phenomenal oh yeah <clears throat> the growers that you talk to you know when we talked to Gary White the other day at the yep. Nova one um, a customer went and talked to Triple K but that that is my fear we've got a list of customers that are hot and ready and interested in this tool <clears throat> when when the weather breaks it warms up it's going to be hard to get to all those guys to prove to them uh, that, that that tool's for them it it's hard mm-hmm. you could you could put everyone in that room that ate today to it to do it and i don't know if you would get it all done no because no, we don't have enough trucks that's strong of a demand but we're gonna we're gonna try yep yeah i mean there's that you go back in our office at the at the farm i mean there's a list i mean there's 25 guys on that list that we've got lined up for demos and that's just, and, and that's, that's just the cold water yeah locations. yeah right and, and you know we got a list over at your nova location Mm -hmm. that's getting pretty long too Mm -hmm. so yeah but you know there's now that you know we got machines out that you know farmers have purchased you know in the last year so that's going to help us as well because you know guys are seeing them run you know so Mm -hmm. that spreads in communities and things like that so i mean it, it seems like a big battle but at least we have you know a customer that you know hey joe farmer wants to talk to somebody that has one mm-hmm. at least we can provide that now we're yeah. a year ago we couldn't mm-hmm. you know so i mean we have we're getting more and more tools that way to help us sell yeah sure Definitely. um that, that's one thing i wanted to comment on is you were saying the factory staying busy product showing up i cannot tell you how impressive it is that you can order tools in september august july of last year get a rough date and it shows up in that same yep. month that you were promised six months ago. I mean, that, that's incredible. And, and I can check on it in November. I can maybe change it. Maybe we ordered it as a 1224 and we convinced the guys to make it a 2224 for us. I, it, it, that is unheard of. No other, other vendor could even come close. They, they would struggle to even tell you what factory it's being built at. Yeah. So I think Lee and I brushed on that at the Louisville podcast. But it, it's it's unbelievable. This stuff shows up when uh, when it's supposed to, and I get a lot of customers that ask me that. Well, how good do you think that timeline is? And I can I can confidently say it's good because they've been burnt. Yeah, you know I have counterparts that do what I do with other brands. Yeah, and there's guys out there telling their dealers, I don't know when I can get it. 
Yeah. Imagine that. I, yeah. I could How do you imagine. sell it? How do you sell anything if you don't know when you're going to get it? Right. So yeah. I'm blessed. You know, Doug, Salford has done such an outstanding job of providing me with equipment to sell. Just like, you know, your dad ordering equipment to feed all you sales guys. Mm, so, right. I mean, it's the same thing. You know, if, if Salford doesn't provide me, I starve. If I starve, you guys starve. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so, I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you just hear so many horror stories about different manufacturers not being able to get products to customers and stuff like that. And it'll take a year and a half, two years oh, yeah. before they even see it. I yeah. mean, you got guys that'll order these tools and it's like, how yep. the, like, and so much can change in that time right. frame, and whether it, it's the markets or just <clears throat> equipment itself, yeah, like what and, the demand's for. And and a lot of these guys are, well, yeah, I bought that tool whenever it was locked in at 3%, but now it's 7.5%. Oh, yeah. What, what's going on? It's a big on? thing, too, you yeah, know, with interest rates. for sure. So. Well, what can really hurt a dealership is when there's a trade and you potentially either can or can't sell that trade. Correct. If you can sell it before their tool shows up, and you did, and now their tool's delayed, you've got two tools that are delayed. Mm -hmm. If you can't sell it until it shows up, now you may have missed a season. Correct. Maybe it's a field cultivator, and you can't get it till August now. Right. Mm -hmm. who, who, you know, now exactly. you're going to sit on that thing. So it, that's yep. a, it's a big deal. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's a really big deal. So sure. I don't know how you can plan w without that. So, <clears throat> so definitely smarter people. I want to know where I get some Salford socks. Oh, I'll get you some. Man. <laughs> get you some. I got, I got some red ones that are really, that are a lot cooler than these. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, I'll hook you up. Man. Dave, come on. I've never seen. Those. Where are you holding this stuff? I got a, I got a around, must have been around Christmas time. I got package show socks out. And I got red socks. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's from you or who. Didn't say well, who sent it to me, yeah. but yeah, I got these red socks. Like I'm afraid to wear them because <laughs> they're that nice. Yeah, you, you should, man. They, they really, they really make you stand out in the crowd. <laughs> I, I like to wear them with shorts, you know, pulled up. <laughs> Chuck Taylor kilt. Yeah, there you go. I like to wear them with my kilt. Yeah, there yeah. you go. But, you know, as a, a manufacturer, I, I, I've been on in the position to not be able to live, deliver to it at times. I've been doing this a long time, and that's really hard, man. I know it's it's hard on the dealership, but <clears throat> as a manufacturer, it's just it's just hard on everybody. Because this is the time of the day or time of the year, sunshine and starting to warm up a little bit. Grass is just starting to green. All of a sudden, it's time to plant. Yep. Where's my equipment? So yep. this is when the phones really start ringing. Your phone rings, then my phone rings. Right. So constantly, daily, I'm looking at order status and looking at dates and things like that it's so. like as soon as the sun comes out man and it starts getting just barely dry on top yep. i mean these matches just start going oh, off yeah. and they're just trying to light the fire under well, your yeah. i mean who are we kidding today's march 30th yeah, yeah there ain't too many days left mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. the go month yeah and, and it and could there, and there's five of us sitting in a room doing nothing yeah I mean, <laughs> why'd you have to say that in front of him? Jeez. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing, but man, but I'm wearing Salford socks. So yeah. I'm not real sure. Gary's sitting next to me. Yeah. He's just his his foot's moving, his legs moving, his fingers are moving. I mean, <laughs> you don't get service up here. Yeah, he's thinking about the next. Why do you think I we do? Why do you think we podcast up here? <laughs> Zero cell service. Yep. Like so it's like pretty it. great. So. um Lee, what what is it? Is it a, a self-propelled tillage tool? Is it a, a self-propelled spreader? What what we got coming? Maybe. 
Well, you, you know, one of the things that you have to do is you have to keep um, innovating on what you have. And, and maybe not innovating, but you have to keep improving it. That's a, that's a big part of it, you know, making things little little tweaks, lots of little tweaks make the I-series better and better. And still learning. Uh, we're, we're late in the iterations of the Halo. We've learned a lot, and I know there's more to learn. I know there's more to improve. There's a lot of things that, uh, that we need to do to improve our throughput. Um, I have to step back for a minute and give, uh, give credit where credit is due. Uh, Lisa Downey and Human Resources has truly stepped up and staffed our plants better than they've ever been staffed. Uh, Mike Amarino has put quality processes in place. Uh, the Linamar, the ownership uh, of Linamar is bringing talent uh, to, to help us. You know, they have some incredible quality folks that, that we just we just have this bench that we never had before. So there's a lot of reasons why some of these things are good and it's it has, you know, and we have good dealers. Uh, we have really good dealers. We have really loyal dealers uh, who know the value proposition and sell it. And that's uh, that's that's huge, man. Um, relationship is, is everything in our business. Uh, and it's, it's, it's very important. And there are, you know, there are, there are days that there's always the challenges to it, right? It's not, it's not what happens. It's how you deal with what happens yep. that, that makes a lot of difference and little things, little things matter uh, oh, yeah. a lot. Um, so we're, we're, we're really blessed. Uh, Dave and I are blessed to be surrounded by a good, good group of people, mm -hmm. uh, inside Salford. Yep, did you notice good. how he deflected that question? I did. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Good lesson for you people out in hey, Radio Land. On. And hey, I, I caught it, and we're just going to move on. That could potentially mean that I don't know. Yeah, well, There's hey, another. I can read signs, and, and, and I cannot wait to see the three-bin Magnus Spread Plus. <laughs> yep. You know, yeah. it'll be Me really too. cool when we see it. <laughs> that would be cool. So. Yeah. So, uh, yep. yeah, coming Got fall. Got a wish of, list. Yeah. And, and you know, just like, like Matt like, Johnson. Oh. He, hey. Just like that, you know, whether it's a, a multi-product or, you know, you mentioned like a three-point spreader. Every time you guys bring me an idea like that or something you think we need, you know, I take that to product management. And they actually do make a list. And looking at what gets the most what's asked for the most oh yeah and that you know they'll they'll start to notice well this is being asked about mm -hmm. a lot and we need to look further into this so I mean, yeah that, that, keep bringing me those ideas when you see stuff that you think that we yeah. need oh definitely yeah throw it at the wall and see if it sticks right. and mm -hmm. you know maybe it's a market you don't even want to get into for some reason correct but so you know just because it suggested doesn't you know we we only know hey they have this well right. we also don't know what it takes to manufacture exactly. that right that. so exactly <clears throat> So it could go ahead. Sorry. It could, it could just be, you know, a product that, that right. is just dead in the water. Right. So there's five of us sitting in this room. Which one of us is the reason why we're sitting in this room? Which one of us? Mm -hmm. It's his fault. Yeah. It's Gary. Mm -hmm. So Gary, it's an important day and I'm just curious how you're feeling today and what, what your emotions are and what, uh, what, what is it like for you to, to look out at that, 
group of people where there was just maybe you and your brother back in the day. Yeah, back so in like, the day, we only had, you know, Mitch Leonard's was my first employee. I was telling somebody <laughs> that this morning. And uh, today we had, I think now we're up to 28 employees, two, two locations. And uh, I was out there looking over the crowd this morning during breakfast. And, uh, I, you know, like I told you last night at dinner, you know, we funding equipment has something real special. And what was real special was the people that was there this morning. That, that's what's special about Fennig equipment. And uh, we got a good group. Uh, my emotions today are, are pretty high right now. Uh, got a lot on my mind, you know, thinking about tonight. That's going to be fun tonight. You're actually going to have live music there tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't think they were. Yeah, I'm going to have live music. So sort of a lay back, treat the customers like they deserve to be treated, uh, and, and go forward. But uh, it's been, you know, with... Dave Gunkelman, you know, Jeff Worley. And, you know, I was thinking about it this morning. You know, I, I met Lee probably five, six years ago at Farm Science at the farm show. And we really haven't spent too much time together. I mean, yeah, we talk a little bit at the farm show. Then we have dinner at, you know, after the show at night. But today and last night was the, the first time really that I've spent you know, several hours with, with your, in, in your presence. And, uh, it's been a real f joy. It's been fun. Uh, I, I, I think back how all this got started and, and, and where we are today. And, and I mentioned this morning in my talk at breakfast, you know, there's several people that I reach out to every week, you know, to, to gauge what's going on in the business or, you know, should we be ordering this, ordering that? And uh, Dave Gunkelman's one of them. I know I've talked to you several times, Lee, uh, Jeff Worley. So uh, there's a lot of feelers I have out there trying to help me make some decisions on, on the business and, and where to take it forward. So, uh, but no, it's, it's been fun. It's been real fun. What are some of the keys to your success? Uh, I guess one of the keys is hiring good people. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had, had words, some words yesterday for the four secretaries in the office. And, uh, I had Zach Hedrick come and I never will forget this speech. And I use this constantly and then my employees are probably tired of hearing it, but Zach Hedrick came and he talked to all the employees and, and one of his statements was act like you own it. Yeah. And, and I told the, the four girls in the office yesterday, I said, we have you, you four act like you own it. I mean, you, you belly up to the bar, you get the work done. And not only them four, but all, all my employees, uh, they know what needs to be done and, and they all do an excellent job. But, uh, it, it all goes back to, if you act like you own it, it's going to work out for everybody. You know, you think 28 employees, it, it's, it's not it's not much and it's not hard to take care of, but... Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> you uh, you try to do it for a day yeah. and, and answer the Get phone some. calls and, and deal with some of the stuff that you just have to deal with as part of it. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's uh, it's it's pretty, pretty neat what we have going on here. It really is. That's awesome because every problem is a leadership problem. 
I, I believe that very strongly. Right. How do you keep that spirit alive? Because the world, everything stands against us, brother. Everything, everything <clears throat> wants us to go the other way, to turn the guns in. How do you keep that going in your group? How do you foster that? I, I think one of the main reasons, and, and I'm not bragging, but I'm right out and laying down in the middle of the driveway with them, yes, doing sir. the work. And I'm a pusher. <laughs> I mean, I, I get up at 4.30 every morning. I go to the gym. I come, I'm come. i at work before 7 every day. And I push my sales guys. I push my shop, shop guys. I mean, they, they know what needs to be done, and, and they know when I mean business it's, it's time to, you know, get this stuff out of here. Uh, but I think I push in the right way. I know I might have some days where it might come across the wrong way. What are you laughing at, Cody? <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, uh, I'm, I'm not the guy that's going to sit at home and, and hopefully it gets done today. I'm, I'm going to be the guy out here in the shop turning wrenches, help him to get it done. So the customer can get his tool and get it ready to go to the field. Oh, so that's a big deal, but it's not quite enough. They must know you love them. Because, <laughs> well, I do. Yeah, they must know it because you can push people, and they know whether you love them or not. Right. And that's a different, you know. That's a, oh, I got to go do this versus I need to go do this, man. No. Yeah. You know? These these guys. Every every employee knows that I will do what it takes to whatever it is. If an employee needs something from, from me, I, I will do anything I can in my power to get that done. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have awesome, awesome employees. And, uh, and, and it's a family. I, I tell my employees, if you don't like working for a family business, <laughs> the, you're not gonna like it here. And I have Cody's my nephew. I got my sister-in-law, Amy. She works here, you know, Adam. Uh, mom and dad, all my brothers. So it's a family and, deal. And, and hopefully someday at Nova here last at our appreciation dinner, Adam had his boys there and my mom and dad were there. So we had four generations there at the customer appreciation dinner. And I took a lot of pictures. I know a lot of you guys think I'm nuts, but I got a lot of pictures with mom and dad myself, yeah, Adam and, and the boys. But uh, hopefully someday I'll have some uh, some grandsons working here. Actually, actually my uh, one of my old, my oldest grandson is going to start working here this summer. Oh man, he's uh, he's thirteen, so he's going to work here part time uh, this summer. But uh, but no, I mean we got a lot on our plate here this time of the year. Yeah. And it's, it's like I said this morning. You know, the next two to three months is going to be pretty stressful for everybody not only me but for everybody involved and and uh you know by the time we get the wide drop bars out the applicators the vertical tillage tools there's a lot of work that has to be done yet there is man spring really it's not just the farmer that's stressed yeah they, they are but man it's just very i come into every spring just tight as a banjo string <laughs> yeah you right know, <clears throat> you know it's coming well you know something's coming you don't you know a lot of it, but you don't. There's always the, the thing you don't are not expecting, and uh, it's it's. Uh, I, I think this year is a little bit different. I, I think with the markets the way they've been, mm -hmm. I think a lot of guys might have pre-sold some some crop. Now the they're pushing the button to get it planted, 
Uh, you know, we saw some changes in the, on the crop insurance side as far as a little bit higher coverages, you know, with what's going on in the world today. So I think there, this year could be the more pressure than ever just because of the things that I just mentioned. Oh, I do too. That uh, there's a lot of things riding out there on the line this year that uh, guys want to capture that high price, but they got to get it planted first. Yep. Oh, look at interest alone. I mean, well, the threats are huge right now in our country and our families on our farms the threats are huge mm -hmm. you know and that's frankly scary too but it's also an opportunity for for god to show up mm -hmm. and i like that too because mm -hmm. he always does mm -hmm. you know so i don't know what's going to happen but i think it'll be all right you know but this is going to be this is a a very Lots of variables mm -hmm. this this spring. Lots of pressure. Mm -hmm. spring. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we've had, um, you know, the employees that we got now working in the shop that we have now. I am so confident that equipment is leaving here better than it ever has. And so, you know, it. Yeah, we've of course every year we sell a little bit more and more, and you're like, man, how are we going to get this done? But equipment's also leaving here better and better and better every time. You know, we we liquid test these. Uh, nitrogen applicators you know we we the bbis get gone through the salfords I, I think are are top notch as far as assembly and and missing stuff or oh, missing a bolt or whatever um i i'm as confident as i've ever been in the team that's in there and it that's that's hard to say because you know you went from a, a team that you had that you thought was the best ever and now you think now you've got the best ever and it's like how could it ever possibly get better and and it does the you train them they learn more they go through more hard times and right now we we got some guys our service trucks we've got three service trucks loaded ready to go at all times and we've got the the guys that jump in them and I, i'm ready to put out some fires mm -hmm. <laughs> well, if, if you think about if you look back about a year ago we just got a brand new computer system so everybody knows how that is with a brand new computer system. And I told everybody that at the end of last June, that's when our fiscal year ends, we had a hell of a year and I said we will never, we will never probably repeat this year again. Well, wouldn't you know, with a brand new computer system and all the things that, all the distractions that are going on, we're going to top last year. So. Awesome. You know, kudos out to the out to the employees because you you couldn't you couldn't do it without them. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Team is really important, isn't it? It is. It's it's real important. You know, I've heard it said. You know, there's no bad teams. There's only bad leaders. Mm -hmm. And I try to tell myself that when things aren't going well, it's always about me. It's always something that I can that I can do better. But there's certainly a solid team here mm -hmm. uh, for sure, and it's a big. And, and you know, I'm just telling the folks in radio land, it's a big part of these guys' success, and they are successful, is the people. Dad told me that my lifestyle would be dictated by the people I hired. Mm -hmm. And the older I get, the more true I know You're that exactly is. You're exactly right. I, I told my wife, uh, we just got back from vacation a couple weeks ago, and it was the first time I ever took two weeks off. And we got back, and I felt like that I'd never even left. And that, that told me right there that I have the right people in the right places. And uh, I, I never had that feeling before. But once you experience a vacation, 
and you're in charge of 20 some people and, and, and you come back and it's like, holy cow, what did I even leave for? But then the next time you go, you've made some changes internally and you take off and you come back. It's like, they didn't even know I was gone. They don't, that's a big deal. They don't need me anymore. <laughs> so that's, that's awesome. Malcolm said it, not me. Yep, he didn't say <laughs> that's it. That's awesome. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I love spending a lot of time in the shop and I know that that can be uh, the wrong thing to say, you know, when, when I'm a salesman, but I have a very close relationship with all them guys in there because they are the ones that deliver on my promise. Yes, sir. You know, I, I got to go out there and, and speak the word and, and show the, the farmers what we can do at Fenny Equipment. I have to get them to trust us as a business. They write the check but then it's their hands that are delivering on my promise. So when product leaves here, I have to effectively communicate with them uh, because all they know is what they have to do, what they have to build. They don't know where the customer lives, what he's going to do with this, how many kids he has, all that kind of stuff that, that kind of is important in a way. Um, and so that's what I relay to them. And I love working in, in their um, and, and probably to a fault, but those are the guys who have my back and, and it's going to shine here in the next six months, how, how important that is. And, and the fact that we can communicate, I mean, I can communicate with most of them guys in, in, a, in the level that you communicate with your friends, like you would mm -hmm. say something that no one else would understand, but you could say it to the friends and they all know exactly what you're talking about. We have that lingo. And when you have that with a sales team that's sharp, it it's pretty dangerous in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it really is. That's one of the, the hardest uh, relationships because you're kind of set opposed to each other. But if you can cre create a, a team environment, it, the the greatest thing is to work with guys you trust, gals yeah. you trust, man. That uh, that you know that they got your back and they're going to, you know, all, all of my only rule with my kids was you have to be able to look me in the eye and tell me I'm not the only rule. That's stupid. I have many rules, but the <laughs> most important rule, always do your best. If you can look, if you, if you fail and you can look me in the eye and say, dad, I honestly did my best. We're good. Mm -hmm. But when you can't, we got to go fix it. We got to go do it. So you got a bunch of guys that are just going to try to do their best. Yeah. And that's what we can expect out of each other, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I enjoy going out on the road with these guys. Devin and I went out on a trip, uh, would have been Tuesday to do a plumbing job. And as a salesman, I probably had no business being in that service <laughs> truck with him, but what him and I tackled, he wouldn't have been able to do alone. So yeah. getting two eyes on or four two sets of eyes on something versus one, it it changes the game totally. Like he can come up with an idea and his idea is right, but then I'm like, well, why don't we take it a step further and do it this way? And then it's like, yes, and that happens all the time. Um, but not only that, we we can talk the lingo, we can we can get to know each other better, and because that's the guy that's going to pull me out. Like like go get stuck in the mud. Who you calling? Like it's him. And do you think I want to see him once every other week and think I'm going to call him to pull me out of the mud? No, mm -mm. it ain't going to happen. But like, no, you know, so I need that guy in my back pocket. And they are yesterday. Cody and I went and pan tested a spreader. That's probably a service guy kind of deal. But 
how much better a salesman are we now oh, Lord. that we can fluently pan test the spreader? Intimate, man. Uh, I heard Gene Stallings speak one time. I was Alabama football coach, and he said, everybody in here that's an expert, raise your hand. And nobody raised their hand. He said, you're all fired. Because if you're not striving to be an expert, you're just a chump. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget that, man. And if you won't get in, service people know who will and won't get in the ditch with them. Yeah. And if you won't get in the ditch with them, they'll get in the ditch for you too. They'll, they'll still get in the ditch for you. That's mm-hmm. the beauty about them. But they're not going to – they know. We all know about each other, right, if we're in or out. Yeah. And <clears throat> that relation, that kind of relationship. <clears throat> but as a salesperson, I've hired guys that did too much service work too, mm-hmm. you know, that thought that that was their – there's just this balance. I can't explain it to you, but there's a balance, you know, that particularly when there's something tough to do and you go with them, they don't ever forget that, man. Mm-hmm. And you get in there with them and you get after it. And, you know, I, I think that's beautiful, man. I think that's one of the keys to the success here is you've got to have that relationship with them, man. Oh, I think it sets sales guys apart. I mean, 100%. You know, if you don't know your sales guy or your service guys, it, it yeah, it just because it expands you so much as a salesman on what, what you can do. Like, like I know what every one of them is capable of. And so I have a customer saying, Can you do this? Oh, yeah, I got a guy that can do that. Yeah. We can weld up some frames and laser cut and bend some pieces and then get them powder coated. That's no problem. Mm-hmm. You know, does everyone know that, you know, that mm-hmm. we have that capability that I can literally in a half a day have something drawn up on a computer and start whizzing it out on the, on the laser. I mean, we can do that kind of stuff. You know, Seth and I talked last night about us making an advancement on some of these salford tools. That'd be a really cool option is a spare tire holder like mount it off of one of the square tube beams and, and stick a, a spindle for the main frame, bolt it to the tire and slide the spindle in a round holder and put a bolt through it. Like I how- think that's dynamite. All you got to do is get a flat tire one time and you comprehend what you just said. Right. <laughs> right. And, right. and yeah. you know, it, then, you a, then you have a spindle too, if you need one. Yeah. Exactly. I have a spindle hub, the whole assembly, man. It would take like literally two hours for them guys to draw it up, spit dynamite. it out and weld it up. I mean, you bolt it on and away you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, not only does that help us because now we know that he's got a spare part, uh, but now look at what that does to the customer. Like, oh man, look at this tool. Like I've never bought a tool oh, yeah. with a spare tire. Mm-hmm. Like who yeah. does that? Well, we do. I we think do. that's dynamite, man. Yeah. And, so and- it, it's stuff like that, that knowing what you're capable of and what your service guys can do is just a game changer you know, mountain cedars on this or that or, or whatever. It's important. But I asked Dave the other day, and, and this is probably a good conversation for everyone. I I told him, I said, one of the things I struggle the most with is where my time is best spent. You know, I, 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 uh, made the, if anyone's seen the wheat video I did yesterday, I sent it to Dave this morning. And as of this morning, I made that yesterday at about whenever you got your haircut, 1030 or so, 930. We went back to the wheat field and did a video and I, I named it, you can seed wheat with a salford tool with a question mark. And Cody held the camera and I did a video. And as of this morning, we had 327 views in 20 nice. hours. 
okay? 327. Now, some of them may just be someone from, you know, a different country that's clicking, but I'm convinced that it's not. And I would be curious. I'm going to sniff around tonight and ask a few of these guys if they watch that video. And I, I want to get a, de a decent poll of who has, who is Salford owners. What I'm getting at is I tried to do a good mix of communicating and shuffling and speeding up things in the shop, shooting some videos to hit the number of people we're going to hit with this podcast, anywhere from 100 to 200 in the next 10 days mm -hmm. are going to listen to this podcast. I got a Snapchat from Will Minshaw the other day, owns a Valmar, seeds his wheat with it on a uh, Great Plains, listening to the Talk and Shed podcast while working on this, I forget what he was working on. You know, like everyone wants a salesman that can go out and beat on the door. But what happens when another company has a salesman that walks into a shop, they go out and beat on the door and the farmer's in there listening to a podcast of someone else's. Mm -hmm. Isn't that what you really want? Yeah. So it's like, I don't, but I don't know because I do, there are a lot of customers I deal with every day that I would have never gotten if I wasn't beating on doors. So I try to do a balance of, I want to be in the shop to have the knowledge and the communication with my guys that are going to pull me out. I want to go shoot videos because of the, the number of people that we can reach and the 300 phone calls that are going to come into the office every month because of that. But I also need to go out and hit those areas and beat on doors because there's plenty of people that don't do this kind of stuff, podcasts and YouTube, but you can only reach like 10 people in a day. In the last 20 hours, 327 watched my ding dong talk about wheat and a Salford. Mm -hmm. You know, so I ask you, where do you feel someone's time's best spent in a position of Cody and I and, and Hunter? Well, it's hard to say, but I will tell you a couple of things. One of my one of my guys, um, Barton Bales, works for me and. He, he told me a story that really had an impact on me. He had a, uh, there's a upper level executive at, at Case who always had a clean desk and he asked him why. And he told him this, he said, I know my goal and anything that hits this desk that doesn't have to do with my goal, I throw it in the trash can. So he was able to focus on his goal. So therefore, this email from little Billy and Bobby didn't get his napkin or whatever. He didn't care because it wasn't his goal. So I think you have to set your goal. I think you have to stay after it for you. It's an interesting time coming, man, because you're the son of one of the owners. So you're going to have to wear more and more hats as time goes on. And, and it's going to get faster and faster and faster. Um, that my answer is all of that all of that. And when you find that one of those tasks is overwhelming, but it is extremely important, hire somebody. The, the best thing is to hire somebody knocking on doors because you know how to do that. You can do that. They don't know how to do the other parts. So figure out the parts that have grown. You've grown them to the place where they're overwhelming, divide them up just like you did into pieces, and then pick the one that you can farm out that you can grow somebody else and it'll grow your business you'll have more time to do the other things. So <clears throat> I think for you, it's, it's really all of it right now and little kids. And, yeah. and it's just, it's dynamic, man. We're, we all, you know, 
Oh, man, I didn't think those days would ever end. I didn't think I would. It was, it was like being underwater and trying to get up, and I just can't get there. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'm ever going to pop up. Well, brother, I got to tell you, you will, and it'll happen so fast, it'll make your head spin. Mm-hmm. You know, yesterday, I held my babies. Yesterday, they drove out the driveway to go to college. Yesterday, one of them got married. I mean, I know that sounds trivial, but I mean it, man. You're in the, if I could go back, I would spend more time enjoying that. Because yeah. some of it, I truly hated, man. I, yeah. I hated it because it was, I, I never felt like I was, I was running so hard. I never felt like I was good at anything. Yeah. That's a lie. Very yeah. good at a lot of things. It's just a dynamic environment, man. So yeah. that's not a, a good answer, but prioritize and execute. I'm still from Jocko Willick prioritize and execute and the things if if you're a man or a woman of hard charging personality uh who is default aggressive you will never get your to-do list done never yep never that's the nature of the game so i don't beat myself up about what i did and you know what? If something stays on my to-do list for more than about two to three days, I draw a line through it. I didn't mean it anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. If not, I'm not, and I'm not going to be tortured by it. So that's my simple advice for you, brother. Yeah. I've learned that I am not going to complete my to-do list. That's my boy's job. <laughs> I, I mean, right. I'm serious. That's right. And, and what really opened my eyes is the Groundhog Barn. It's a little place that my wife and I bought. And I have so many ideas and so many projects for it. And I'm about eight months in, yeah. about two of them have been done. Yeah. And, and I'm starting to realize that in my lifetime, I won't get that place where yeah. I want it to be. So it ain't going to be my job. It's mm-hmm. going to be the boys. Yes. I, I had a guy tell me the other day, you tile that farm yet? It was a farmer from Southern Ohio. I told, I talked to him about it and I said, no, he said, it'll pay you every day, 24 seven. That tile will pay for you. I said, huh? I'll let my boys do it. <laughs> That's right. They can tile That's it. That's right. And, I ain't got there. And, you know, let, let, your, let your people do stuff too. You know, in, in the early years of trying to manage salespeople, I was just all over them, just like a big wet blanket on their back. I don't leave them alone. Do your job, man. Do your job. If I have to do your job, then we got to make some changes, you know? But you got you to gotta let, let people around you actually – execute and sometimes fail and that's a hard <clears throat> that was very hard for me in my 20s and 30s it really in my 20s I, I wouldn't trust anybody with anything yeah you want to do it all because it's like nobody gonna do it as good as me right mm-hmm. so why let them do it screw it up and then me fix it well if you got good people they'll learn something you'll learn some leadership lessons and they probably won't do it again and then the next time they'll do it right and you don't have to do it anymore so there, there's just this fulfilling it's a hard road, man. It's a hard road. I struggle mm-hmm. with it, but I, I know that I have to let the people around me do their job too. Mm-hmm. Take things off of my plate. And sometimes I have to look at them and say, man, I need your help. Can you go do this? Yeah. I, I do a lot of that. You have to be good at delegating. You really do. It, it really is important, Gary. It, it really, it'll keep you alive, man. Because if, if, you, don't, if you don't know how to delegate, it'll, it'll kill you. It'll, 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 it'll bury you so fast. But if you have people, good people, delegate what needs to be done, and it'll get done. Commander's intent. Let them know what what you need, uh, what the expectation is, and most importantly, the why, and let them do it, Gary. Yep. Yeah.
I would agree. Um, but last night for supper, you know, we had supper last night at our house. And I didn't, so I invited Cody. So Cody said, well, his wife's coming, Sam. I said, okay, perfect. And, well, I sent Adam a text. Well, he never answered. You didn't no, send me a text. <laughs> you, know. you asked me who all was coming, and I said, it'll probably just be me. And I finally twisted my wife's arm enough to bring the boys in Atlanta. Yeah, so when the van door opened up and I saw the three boys run into the house, I I thought this is going to be a good night. Yeah, man, it, it was. That was cool, man. They <laughs> running as fast as they could to hug their grandma, grandpa, and that was, oh, that was yeah. very had, cool, man. We had a good night last night. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah. Lane, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. they're nuts, man. I, yeah, they. I should have told them. Uh, uh, Luke the other day, a couple weeks ago, he asked me just randomly. He said, "Dad." how are Salford tools made? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and I said, let me go show you. And I brought him down here to Wabash and they were, it was yeah. on a Saturday. They had one like half built and I brought him in there and I said, right here, this is how they're built. Oh, wow. You know, and it kind of started clicking and I should have had him ask you that last night. I said, <laughs> ask him how Salford tools are made. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a salesman. I don't <laughs> yeah. do right. that stuff. That's what I should have told him. <laughs> oh no, man, mm. let's get your hands on <laughs> part of the magic yeah but no it's it's fun they're they're starting to understand they know that we had planted wheat and so they're like when when are we going to make some bread you know i'm like well we're not (laughs) but we're growing wheat i know so it's starting to starting to click but so well we're creeping up on an hour we've got a lot to do today um i can't wait till tonight i think you know i don't I used to get nervous about these things, um, but it's like build it and they will come type deal. Like it would take a tornado to screw up tonight. Like Cody, Cody could take his clothes off and run through the room and it might still be okay. (laughs) Well, it'd sour the event slightly, but we would would recover. Right. We would would recover. Either that or get one heck of a laugh. One of the two. So definitely a laugh. Right. (laughs) But, but what I'm saying is I, I can't wait. Um, it's gonna it's gonna roll it, it's gonna roll itself. It is um, when you're dealing with the quality of guys we are tonight. Um, it's it's gonna be a good deal. So the the Nova deal was awesome. Um, tonight is gonna be the same, and I'm I'm excited. We are too. We're very grateful to Glad to, to be part of it. yeah, very grateful to mm-hmm. be to be part of it. Honored. Well, our next podcast together is going to be in Oak Harbor uh, after we... Indeed. Right before we catch everyone's limit of walleye. Indeed. The night before. All right. May 20, whatever I told you. Yep. I'll see if I can get Dave to talk a little more next time. <laughs> Maybe I'll say a Why? little less. I don't know. Why? I just thought that'd be a nice thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I look... You're being a good leader, Lee, right? <laughs> I, I look forward to that kind of stuff because... Selling's fun. Doing what we're doing fun is fun. But if you ever have to do it alone, I wouldn't want to have to do it. No, man. Because it's all fun and games. But if you don't get to spend the time like what we did last night and what we're going to do fishing. That's a payback, man. It, it ain't even worth it if you don't. So it's that kind of stuff. that. And, and when we go there, they're going to ask us or say, you guys come back next year? And I'm just going to quickly nod and say, write us down. 
tradition. So, yep. So then we'll have to see what the next one is. We'll have to start an annual coyote hunt or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, we do. We got to go golfing again, Gary. <laughs> I oh think we do gosh. need to go golfing. Yeah, we need to go Down golfing. in Georgia. Though. Yeah, there you go. So there you go. All right. Well, it's time to go. We appreciate everyone who listens and uh, appreciate Lee and Dave and dad and, and everyone who jumped on. So we had a great time and a lot to do yet today. Yep. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Yep. Thanks, guys.